Welcome back to another episode of Being an Artist is Fucking Killing Me. I'm Corinne. I'm Rainy. This week, we decided, or we had the privilege of sitting down with the women, Antonia and Emily, who have started this amazing initiative project called Uplift Kitchen T.O., Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk to them about how you can help, how you can volunteer, how you can donate goods, um, to this amazing organization. And they talk a little bit of the logistics about it and how it came to be. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to highlight this project in particular because they've done such an amazing job of being rooted in their community which I think is really fantastic and something that we need right now. Mm -hmm. Um, As you can probably tell, we have multiple episodes releasing because this is the final couple of the season. So please stay tuned for the next episode where we highlight some of our favorite moments from this past season. Yeah. They're coming out as two separate episodes, um, but this is officially our last day of season three. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much. And let's hear from Uplift Kitchen. Here we go. Okay. I think the greatest and best place to start is both of you introducing yourselves and introducing what Uplift Kitchen is. Yeah. Hi, I'm Antonia. Hi, I'm Emily. We're the co-founders of Uplift Kitchen Toronto. So Uplift Kitchen started off as just a basic idea. Um, We wanted to raise some money and maybe make some food. For individuals who had to shelter in place, especially after the protests that started up um, end of mm-hmm. May. And, but then we also wanted to target uh, Black identifying folks in the city who were on CERB or just were facing any type of food insecurity. And so originally we were just going to do a little bit of a barbecue in our front yard, collect money from strangers and like, <laughs> you know, give out hot dogs and things. And then we started getting feedback from friends and from some organizations that we tried to reach out to saying that they would be able to help us later on, um, but not right away. And so instead of just taking that and going, okay, we're just going to do this right now, we thought, why not make this a long-term thing? So and Uplift Kitchen was born. Um, I have to make sure to give a shout out to my best friend, Hannah, <laughs> for the name. Um, she <laughs> She's great at naming things. And I said that I would keep making <laughs> credit her for this because she will not let me live that down. So Hannah, thank you <laughs> for this great <laughs> Um, and it's taken off really well because it, it really just embodies everything that we're trying to do. We're really trying to uplift our, our community and make sure that people feel elevated. They feel, they feel heard, they feel seen. Um, and food is such a big thing to, for the two of us. Like we've both worked in food industries and just helped out in other areas where food insecurity is so big and why not, you know, and especially during now, during time where, we're, we're talking a lot more about racial injustice, especially in Canada, but also in the world. And so not to say like we're capitalizing on that conversation, but it kind of turned into that because within the first weekend, we had raised more money <laughs> than we thought we could. Um, and it's just, it's blossomed since then. Wow. Um, both of you work, you guys have activist work in the past as well, because I I think as Antonia, you work for Sketch. And then Emily, you also work for um, an organization. Like, I don't want to say it's a charity organization, but an organization that's like there to help communities. Is that correct? Yes. Um, My specialization is, has been um, for the last almost 20 years focused in HIV. 
I mm-hmm. specifically um, throughout my career have worked in um, displaced populations, marginalized populations, um, low food and insecu- low, low food security, um, making sure all the social determinants of health around HIV are met. But also not just working with the person living with HIV, but working with their families, working with their community. Because if one person is affected by hunger or one person is affected by HIV, we're all affected by it. So it's always been a, um, a very big part of my life to make sure that, yeah, we're receiving social support for X, Y, and Z issue, but are we receiving the food that's going to allow us to take our medications, allow us to keep ourselves healthy, and especially in communities that are um, that don't have as uh, access to as many things or have such... Uh, racial issues around going to a hospital, going to a doctor's office, getting the food that is actually good for you. It makes our social health so much worse. We have a higher rate of a lot of illnesses and diseases. So to make sure that Uplift Kitchen can work together with all kinds of issues and making sure people are getting whole, holistic, culturally sensitive food is really kind of what brought Antonio and I together on this. That's great. Um, how has like what you guys have learned within your organizations that you're working for really helped um, like drive Uplift Kitchen? And how did you guys come together? Like, are you roommates? Are you? So how did you meet together? Yeah, Emily and I are neighbors. Um, we just happen to be two doors down away from each other, mm-hmm. um, and so we got to know pretty early on that we have a lot of the same um, passions and ideals when mm-hmm. it comes to um, helping anybody who is you know, homeless, racialized, living in outside of the margins, um, et cetera. Mm. And with my work specifically at Sketch, um, we run a drop-in center. So I help out not only upstairs in the main office, just doing operation things, but I also help out downstairs in our drop-in space in the kitchen. So I'm down there 20 hours a week-ish, just cooking and prepping and helping wow. to teach cooking class once a week. So I see how important food is to people and how much it benefits, you know, having at least one meal to, you know, take you to your next paycheck or, you know, one meal to carry you to the next time when you come to sketch or something else. And we, we get a lot of food donations there as well. So we're able to go above and beyond um, with what we provide people with. And it's been really cool to, to couple the two um, sketch has been, so supportive of this endeavor. And, um, I was off work for the past couple of months. I re- I recently just went back full time today. And even my boss was like, Hey, we know you've been super busy with uplift kitchen. Um, so if you want to start in like a smaller capacity before coming back full time, you totally can. We want to make sure you're not swapping yourself, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like no other workplace has that kind of understanding, you know, like when I was working, it would have been like, that's cool. <laughs> like, wait for endeavor. Like, but we're gonna need. You can do that on your own time. You know, they wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been supportive. They wouldn't have tried to like help out. You know, so I've been. I've been super lucky with with that, and I've I've been able to take a lot what I've from what I've learned from my time at Sketch and the people I've interacted with to know how to navigate this. Um, the biggest thing with Uplift Kitchen is that we didn't want people to feel singled out. Mm-hmm. We didn't want people to, you know, like we talk about it all the time where, you know, you stand in a line for a food bank and it's kind of, for some people, it's very much a pride thing not to go, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to be seen by other people. You don't want to be, 
you know, singled out as, you know, needing assistance from somebody else. You want to make sure you have for yourself. Right. And a lot of families out there too, one family in particular that we've been helping, like they've, it's a family of five and both parents have been laid off and they're just like having to take care of yourself is one thing, but having to provide for, for small children or, you know, somebody else, that's a whole other ball game. So whatever we can do to support, we're going to do it. And there are a lot of people who are like, oh, well, is this like a paid thing? Is this like a blah, blah? Or like, no, <laughs> we just have a ton of volunteers. And the two of us just like getting stuff done and making sure that we can provide people with as much as, you know, we can possibly stuff into bags. Like we send out full bags of things every time. You know, it's not like going to a food bank where you get a can of beans and a box of macaroni and, you know, some mystery meat. <laughs> like you're getting freshly made things. Like people are going all out with the things they've made. And I'm like overwhelmed, but in the best way by all the people are so creative and they're like, oh, I can make this type of soup. I can do this type of curry. And blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I would eat that. And we want to make sure if it's something that I would eat, mm-hmm. I want to be able to eat somebody else. I want to be like, oh, well, you can have this, like the scraps, you know, we don't want mm-hmm. that for people. We want them to feel like they've made this in their own kitchen or they've gone somewhere and someone's like taking the time and put all this love into doing it for them. So, yeah, yeah. for me, it's, um, I, I worked in, uh, nutrition and kind of medical side of, uh, the parts that I've worked in right now. I don't, I'm, um, laid off. Um, and it's actually kind of a great thing because I can spend the time and cook. And when I used to live in New York, I, ran a catering company out of my tiny, tiny apartment in Brooklyn. Um, and so I've been very good at cooking a lot of stuff for a lot of people in a very small space. Um, so last week, I think we, we were in the kitchen for like almost three days straight making stuff. And then I had to go to work at a restaurant that night for three days. And then uh, Sunday morning, I wake up and Antonio's like, we have an emergency meal pack thing we need to send out to someone who's a uh, low glycemic in- index and low carbohydrates and cholesterol. I'm like, if you go get groceries, I will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then it, it was really good. We were able to feed two more people and bring like really good, healthy, vegetable focused, protein focused food to them. Yeah. So it's a really kind of, we're both very passionate about that. Um, we both have learned to, learn to cook and learn to cook from grandmas and aunties and like church and all these things that we went to when we were kids. And we've kind of taken those things from our childhoods and like our cultures and been able, it's really nice to be able to share them and share meals. My family would eat, um, to go to other people to make sure that they're also going to be okay. And like, can sit down not have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we, can I ask logistically how it would work then? So if you were, if you were a family or a person that was interested in like uplift kitchen, what is the process? Do they contact you? And then how, how does it work? Yeah. So we're in the process right now of making like an official like intake form on our website. Mm-hmm. So what's right. been happening is people um, have been reaching out to us um, via, via whatever, um, <laughs> like uh, hearing from like other people or they've like read like the blog CEO article that we were luckily right. to be able to be part of that. Um, but we also have some, some like shelters and other places reaching out to us and saying, Hey, we have black identifying folks here that would definitely benefit from your services. And here's their information. I've talked to so-and-so, you know, this is, these are their like dietary restrictions, X, Y, and Z. So a lot of it is word of mouth right now. 
but that's been super nice because now we're able to do a weekly drop for mm-hmm. people um, for for fresh food, but also um, Food Share reached out to us a couple weeks ago, and so now we've got uh, we've got a credit with them to be able to provide produce boxes. So that's, that's another really great thing, right? And then like Emily started a garden <laughs> in the back, so we've got fresh things back there too. So so many so many things. So that's 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 just how it works. Like people will email us. Um, we've had people DM us. And go from there, but like I said, yeah, we're gonna have an official form soon. So that way, they can we can have all that documented, know exactly what their dietary restrictions are, how many people, all of that. But again, to not limiting it to being like, okay, there's only four of you, so these are the four portions you're getting. Like, we want to make sure that you have enough for a week, maybe more, because um, we're having a lot of baked things too, so you can freeze those, mm-hmm. you know, things to go along. Yeah, and it's nice right now with the because we are just starting out. We know every family, we know every person getting food. A couple of them like give us feedback and are like, I would really like plantains. And we're like, yeah, cool. And we had some, uh, one of one of our um, people be like, do you guys, it's really hard for me to find grits here and they're really expensive. I'm like, oh, I have some, I got that. It will make you grits all day. Um, so I'm really happy to be able to kind of help and give people kind of the taste of dignity of the food they want. And it's not just like, cause I've used food banks and so has Antonia and known people who's used them. And like some things you just don't eat and it's going to go to waste. So making sure that people are going to eat what we give them. And it's also things they want is really important to us. Yeah. Um, I have, and then, sorry, go ahead, Emily. Oh, sorry. I was just going to follow through with the rest of the rest of the kind of getting the deliveries out. We have volunteers who are drivers. The drivers um, will meet us and pick up um, the bags that we produce and just bring it right to your house. We correspond with the person getting it, make sure there's someone to do a contactless pickup. And then the, you're set. Pretty simple. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I have a question about like, about, I guess, education. When, because obviously the two of you know, and I think a lot of people that are younger know that good, like whole food make you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it really contributes to both your physical and your mental well-being when you eat good food, as you've talked about for the last like 15 minutes. Is there like a way to help educate? Are you, is there a way to help educate the people that are getting your boxes to maybe eventually maybe replicate what they're getting from you. Yeah. Um, I've kind of toyed around with this in my brain, um, on writing out some like the recipes that I do. Um, but also we want to put literature on our website, um, about kind of whole food, whole eating, some of the recipes with some of the stuff that's going to be put into the boxes from uh food share produce boxes. But it's, you, you have to also realize like black, identifying Caribbean, South Asian, we're like an indigenous, we're, we're used to cooking whole foods. The only reason we're not able to most of the time is because we're not given them or have the, or have the ability to get them. And so by providing this, we'd be able to come back to some of those family recipes, some of those things you grew up eating and understanding. And maybe it's our, and maybe we start kind of talking a little bit more about like healthy oils and healthy fats. And, but it's really, it's only been in the last like 20 years that we kind of get the crap food that no one else wants because it's the boxes of craft dinner. It's the, 
the salt laden beans that are get thrown in um, a food pan, a food donation box mm-hmm. that to us. And that's why we have higher rates of cholesterol. That's why there's higher rates of cardiovascular disease um, and diabetes. But if you look at any culture that is immigrant or landed status or from here first, our foods are natural. Our foods are whole and we're using every part of it. So it's really kind of bringing it back to the roots of where food comes from. And so providing things like non-canned beans, everything we make is trying to be out of whole foods, nothing's pre-canned. And so, yeah, that's something we want to work with. And maybe we can, I've, we've contacted a few people. There's a chef who um, is working with the um, Ontario and Canadian school nutrition department that has contacted me and after I contacted her. And so I want to start learning more from people like that and nutrition to maybe create some documents that we can send out or um, kind of make things that are easy for people to understand and read because not everyone speaks English as a first language. Yes. We want to make sure everything is really accessible mm-hmm. and we're making sure people are getting kind of ingredients they're used to. Yeah. I think that was a really amazing point for it to be like, it's in recent history that mm-hmm. getting unhealthy food is a thing. So thank you for that. Sorry, Corinne, were you going to say something? <laughs> I was like, I, it was not, it was a point that I had not even thought of, you know, where I was just like, oh, education, education, education. Like, how can we give tools, you know, all stuff like that. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think of that. So I appreciated that comment. Yeah. Meals we sent out um, last week was Sukumawiki, which is a Kenyan dish. And you can make it vegan. You can make it with beef. You can make it. Um, I made it this time with ground uh, turkey to kind of pump up the, the protein level. But um, it's just mung beans and some tomatoes and a lot of greens and some spices. And it's really good, really filling. It lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like things like that that we're doing to make sure we're not giving out bland food, um, but kind of flavorful food that is full of things, maybe introduces someone to something new, but also has a flavor that it tastes like something from um, anywhere else. Because a lot of flavors are interchangeable throughout locations and countries. It's just how it's used. Totally. Mm-hmm. If you were like an organization that wanted to reach out to you to donate, um, how would they do that? And what are the types of things that you guys are in need of right now? Yeah. So organizations have been reaching out to us through our Instagram, um, mm-hmm. or through email. And again, a lot of that too is like a lot of people have just been reposting our stuff. And so other people are seeing it that are not within our bubble. So that's been super helpful. Um, so yeah, the biggest way they, and when, when they typically, when they reach out to us through Instagram, we immediately, them, we immediately direct them towards our email. So to make sure we can track mm-hmm. through there. Cause our, I can't even keep track of our DMS anymore. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, cause like the way they set it up, like certain things will get pushed to like a dump folder. And so that, yeah. to, like, try to, I'm like, who's this person? I don't know. And so now we have to go through and sort all those people. So when it comes to more than just like a donation or XYZ, like if we're going to be more involved, we always ask for an email. Um, and that way we have a full list of what they can offer, what they're looking for, that kind of stuff. And I mean, right now we get a steady amount of, of donations still, which is nice. And we will always, you know, ask for those. Um, but I think a, a lot of what we're looking for right now from organizations that have like bigger platforms than us are to like promote us, I guess. And so we were in contact with this one lady um, and her husband 
And we had a really great conversation with her. And she was like, yeah, we both have connections to the city of Toronto. Like we know this person, that person, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she was like, so what can we, other than money and like food donations, we were just like, if you can, I don't know, like press releases, like what can you help us with that'll, that'll further, you know, that'll push our voice even further than what we've been able to accomplish in such a short period of time. So that has been, that has been super, super helpful. And people in general just want to share our things anyway. And, you know, they reach out to their friends. We'll see their posts being like, hey, is a big organization to donate to? We have one person who she's been making a bunch of masks recently. Mm. So any of the money that she makes from those masks, she chooses an organization to put that money toward. So we're going to be getting stuff from her soon. Um, nice. But yeah, the biggest thing right now from from any other platform, if they can offer things, um, especially if they're any sort of uh, like food related People, some of them are giving us um, their extra food items, which is nice. Um, some of them are offering other services, like the Toronto Bike Brigade, which we both like just learned of this past month. Which is pretty cool. Um, they do a lot of food delivery, and so they have one of their they're one of their competitors reached out to us and was like, "Hey, got all these bikers. If you ever need couriers, we're just like, oh my gosh, like that would be wow." <laughs> so that's been really cool and like um the people's pantry which started in march as well too as a response to covid they also do a lot of food delivery and so they reached out to us too and so um in chatting with one of their founders uh we've been chatting back and forth these past couple weeks and he was like hey we're doing an order soon for like fresh produce and this and the other like do you guys want in i'm like absolutely and so we're gonna also get like food containers for them too so that's really nice. So people just like, cause from a lot of the donations people have been getting, they want to be able to help out. Um, and with the, with other places too, like they were able to get grants. So they're like, we have all this extra money. So if we can help you out in any way, they're just willing to do it. And it's, it's really opened our eyes to all of the different people who've been doing similar things, but then also just to the hearts of people as well too, because they've been so giving They've been so excited for us, with us, about us. Like they can't, you know, they can't stop talking about how cool such initiative and like, oh my God, so needed and blah, blah, blah. And again, this was going to be a barbecue. Like, <laughs> this was going to be a Saturday afternoon, like <laughs> regular barbecue, maybe get a hundred dollars, but we were good with that. You yeah. know, like we weren't, we didn't start out with this being full blown initiative, but <laughs> Now that it is, it's every day. It's another challenge. Like, okay, how much further can we push this? What else can we do? Who else can we talk? Mm-hmm. What other things can we get? And it's only proven to be like incredible because now we've had the Leslieville um, Farmer uh, market. farmers market reach out to us, and they've offered us like a space at their farmers market on Sundays for a table, so we can chat with people. Wow. And then sometimes like people will do a, a food donation type thing where it's like, they'll buy two things and one thing will go to you know an organization. The other thing they'll keep. Um, but then they're also building, they're also um, where they're renovating a church, right up, up in the area. So they're going to have a community center and they've offered us their kitchen space to you um to package things and store things so, like that's a game changer mm. so we can finally move it to a central spot <laughs> it doesn't have to be out of our houses <laughs> and <laughs> we can also bring in volunteers as well because a lot of people who don't cook or bake or bike or drive want it they're like hey like how can we help you know 
putting food together? How can we help like prepping things? And before we were like, we don't know. Cause like, you can't really come to our houses right now. Mm-hmm. So we got a, a neutral location. So with the Leslie, Leslieville um, farmer's market um, offshoot, they've been like, it wasn't even think about it. Like it wasn't even a hesitation. No. <laughs> she was like, we have this. Like, if you want in, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we got the space available for you. We're like, this is, honestly what we've been looking for the whole time mm-hmm. um, and that takes us to the next level and that means that we can involve even more people and that's what we want like this is to us like uplift is a, is a full is a community we're a whole community it's not us it's not emily and i and volunteers not emily and i and drivers it's like we're all one mm-hmm. and we we as much as we can we we remind the people who reach out to us that like i know i like i'll message people be like welcome to the uplift family like <laughs> Mm-hmm. you're one of us now <laughs> yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of real uh, that's what we do when we hand out the food is we're it's just like putting another plate on the table um i think for for me from like an operation side for donations it's things like if you are a person with a business and have like a cisco or a gfs order contact us let us get on to that because we we're we don't have that ability we don't have the space to store that um and also mm. for like individuals Everyone had a, has a hobby farm right now because we all went to the COVID and decided that we're all going to plant some stuff. If you have anything that you don't want to eat or it's going to go bad, let us know. We'll take it off your hands. We'll make sure it goes into a mouth. Because um, the growth season is blooming right now and um, people are going to have way more than they know what to do with. Let us know. We can make it into something. I can. We can figure it out. I don't care if it's a carrot top or a whole kit like I can make something out of that um and yeah and things like making sure we can provide like protein I think that's a really big thing we don't get from food banks um it's a really big mission of mine is yeah we have a lot um I make a lot of vegetarian food I was a former vegetarian but I also was really anemic and because of that and because I wasn't getting the right nutrients so we try to do um we don't use pork for the most part if someone wants something we can make it but but um for the most part we do um uh beef chicken or fish or turkey and um if we do pork it's more of a sausage or something that's pre-made um and i try to only buy halal just because that's what what, kind of an important thing to me um right but it's also we want to make sure we were able to produce provide chicken, fish, beef to people who need it because it's for growing brains and bodies who are working all day. And so those are very important things is making sure we have fresh, 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 as good as we can get and not have to um, kind of cut corners and um, make sure. Sh- and we just want to make people happy, like they're getting a meal from their moms or sisters or coming up to a friend's house. Mm-hmm. That's so lovely. Can I just ask a quick business question? Yes. Have you guys registered as a nonprofit or have you registered as an organization yet? No, not yet. But we are working mm-hmm. with um, the organization that runs that we we're talking about with the church to get up yeah. to have a fiscal sponsor um, and start that process so we can work with them to do um, kind of the tax stuff and uh, mm-hmm. donations. But right now we are um, not incorporated we're not an organization we're just a project right now um Mm -hmm. we're taking personal donations we don't have any foundation donations or anything um we are very small and we would like to grow that is kind of in our stages but that takes a lot of time and 
Um, and that's also it's been like a month, right? Like, <laughs> I guess that was kind of an ambitious question of me to ask. Sorry, something that we had to think about, right? Yeah. We, yeah. In in looking at all the people who've been volunteering with us and have really been encouraging us, like none of them see this as a temporary thing. Yeah. So it's very easy for us to be like, okay, well, like, um, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not temporary. And so, like, we <laughs> it wasn't hard to to jump into that frame of mind. And we have people around us who are really skilled in all of that, and we also. Are, are you know able to do grant writing and all that kind of stuff too mm-hmm. so we have the support in order to get that done and I always talk I always chat with like friends of mine about because I've always wanted to start my own nonprofit, and I knew that it would start in this type of capacity mm-hmm. first like just like a really simple resource sort of thing and then build from there so I'm like I know for me like this is not <laughs> this isn't ending anytime no. soon like this is this literally just the first the first step yeah, towards something bigger. And we already have people offering other services. Um, a friend of mine is a teacher. And one of the first things after he gave us a donation, he was like, Hey, like, if there are any families who need tutoring, um, or anything else, like I can offer my services free of charge. Like I'm he's, he's still doing a lot of work right now. So he's still getting paid. But he's like, I can definitely do a few hours a week. And then, you know, bring in other other educator friends of mine to do the work. And I was like, that is incredible. Like, because we we don't like at the end of the day, like this, yes, is food and we're making sure we're providing that for people. But if there are other needs that we have the capacity to to provide, like we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Covenant House has reached out to us about their uh, culinary arts program um, where they uh, train uh, youth to work in kitchens and kind of get that kitchen life feel. Um, and so we had a conversation with them. We are in no place at that point to work with them right now, but they do like reimbursement for organizations that take on, um, the, the apprentices. And I think that's really good. So we're going to work with them in some passionate kind of way. Um, but it's all kind of community building and kind of what we've been saying since the beginning is it's called Uplift Kitchen. So we're, it's, the kitchen's not just where you eat or prepare food. It's where you have those conversations that are hard and happy and you're st- sobbing about a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner that left you or your first breakup or you're also studying for your tests or like opening your, your report card or doing your homework. It's where the most important things in your household happen together. And um, that's what we want to provide. If we can provide tutoring, if we can provide... Um, working with kids to kind of round out their school day when they're going to school from home next semester, when like the whole world's crazy because they're only going to school half the time. If we could provide lunch for them, these are the things we're we're talking about. And so we are in the plans of bringing in a diverse kind of advisory committee to kind of guide our organization um, because we think that's appropriate. We need people both from the communities, people receiving our services um, and kind of, any, like just a group of really in-depth people with vast services to kind of help us grow in this and also just kind of be a sounding board. So it's not just us. We want to be incre- incredibly um, open and um, transparent about where the money's going, how much we're putting out, what your $100 donation, what your $5 donation looks like. It will buy X amount of this, and this is going to go right into the mouths of X amount of people. That's so amazing. I think that's a great place to stop unless there's any other questions or anything, Antonia or Emily, you want to like tack on real quick. No, just to thank you, honestly, Mm -hmm. um, everybody that has 
encouraged us, donated, reached out to offer their services, shared our initiative with other people. Um, and then other people who just want to hear more about what we're doing. Like we're just, we're so humbled, <laughs> honestly, because this is so much bigger than the two of us, which we knew from the beginning, but it really has shown the two of us that we're on the right track yeah. and that we are doing something that matters and that we're involving people in, in an initiative that is going to, it's going to better, it's going to better people's lives in whatever capacity that is. Like we're mm -hmm. not tracking that, but we know that people are, are benefiting from our services and they've reached out to us too, to say the same, but yeah, we're just a, just a huge thank you. Like whenever, whenever I post in our, on our Instagram stories. It's just me gushing about how amazing all the volunteers are. Like I literally like I know I'm a broken record, but like thank you. <laughs> because every week that goes by, it's just another milestone, you know? So and that could not have happened with just like we could have gotten some stuff done. Yeah. But we would not have done all of this. <laughs> no. That's perfect. No. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I have learned so much already <laughs> about this. Um, thank you guys for coming on. And I'm so excited. I think you guys are going to do so many incredible things this summer. It's going to keep you guys so busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in a good way. In a good way. It's nice. <laughs> Quarantine was all baking and gardening. And now it's like, okay. <laughs> and now I'm yeah. yeah. All we can two jobs. Yeah. At least my house is air conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> amazing um if people are looking to find you where can they go um on instagram and email etc yeah so instagram is uplift kitchen to um and our email is the same but at gmail.com and then we also have a, a website um so it's upliftkitchen.ca for the website perfect awesome thank you so much you guys thank, thank, thank you so much um thank you guys for listening to this episode if you want to find out or if you have any questions or if you want to find out more about gal pals um and uplift kitchen because we'll be posting about them you can go to our instagram twitter facebook patreon anything that you can find us on basically um thank you guys for an awesome season and we'll see you guys soon keep in touch <laughs>